the Loud Sports Show. Both teams play hard. I'm a man. I'm 40. Both teams play hard. What? Both teams play hard. I'm sorry, Fiesta. Both teams play hard. Diddly. Poo. God bless and good night. Send it in, Jerome. All right, man. We are back. Episode number 16. I am Justin. You are Anthony. We are back in the saddle for the loud, the, the live, the loud sports show. The truth of the matter is, man, <laughs> I, want to, I want to start with the Lakers, but this is what, what made me kind of stop while we were just talking and, and realize. Did you see what happened in the Warriors game last night? Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually hope you, well, I wish you did because I didn't hear the whole thing. I actually was well, watching I know this. Draymond got tossed. Draymond got tossed stupid. while they're, they're up in the game. Okay. For for a dumbass technical, I, I I didn't know what it was for. I hope you could maybe tell me what it was for. I can't. But Terry Rozier ends up hitting two free throws, ties the game, and then with like almost no time left, hits a buzzer beater from the top of the key to bury the Warriors. I I was gonna come on today and give the Warriors credit. I was gonna ask you if they should trade for Bradley Beal and maybe consider themselves contenders. But even Steve Kerr came out and said. We just can't have that. Is Draymond Green like just out of his mind? Like, well, I mean, <laughs> half, Draymond Green. What do you mean? Half the time, he seems like he's a very forward-thinking young man in the NBA. Emotions, emotions. And the other times, it's like he's the guy who drove Kevin Durant out of Golden State. Nah, Kevin Durant drove Kevin Durant out of Golden State. Let's be honest. But this is what you get with Draymond Green. You don't get a lot of scoring. You get a lot of facility, and you get a lot of passion, defense, energy. A lot of text. This is just what it comes I mean, down to with Draymond Green. The funny thing is, he never struck me as like the, the I'm a big Rasheed Wallace guy. I'm a big Boogie Cousins guy. I, I've never shied away from the text guy. He just, I don't know, man. Something about him, he just kind of doesn't rub, rub me the wrong way. It just, I, it seems kind of knuckleheadish. Is that am I am I wrong for thinking that? It's like it's at the end of the game. He's winning the game. I mean, some of these other guys they have their moments, but I mean, some of this stuff is really, really we ridiculous. All, we all, I don't. Again, I didn't see it, so I don't actually know what happened. But if you just up. speak to who Draymond is as far as a player, he's very passionate. He's very uh, stoic in belief in what he says is the right thing, especially on the court. Not saying it's going to be wrong, but if he feels he's been wronged, it feels like he's going to let the official know about it. So, yeah. I mean. I mean, honestly, even his coach, he said that. It says here he argues a call. Enough with those jerseys, though. Let's get those out of here. They moved out of Oakland. This is disrespectful. <laughs> you don't like the. the nope. The, I, I don't. There's a lot of jersey hate going on this year. I My eyes hurt from last night's game on primetime. Oh, don't Because those Miami jerseys, jerseys got to go. And my wife was like, I don't think they're that bad. I was like, because what? This is an affront. I'm, you know, I'm actually glad you brought this up because I actually thought to myself during those games, I'm like, they they can't look at themselves in the mirror and being like, oh, this that's what's luck. up. Oh, yeah, let's go. And they got to be like, coach, <laughs> coach. And they got to be like, nah, you're I, locked in. I, they got to be taking pictures and clowning themselves on Instagram. But they have to be, But right? I see like, what the NBA is doing. They're pushing all these alternate jerseys out there. They're trying to get sales Keep up. on pumping, yeah, baby, every year. In. I get it, but, but the thing, the thing some I, of these jerseys are just, I mean, those take the Cake. The the but the vice ones from last year were pretty cool. These ones, you know are what I mean. Awful. These are not oh. cool. The, and the thing I hate about these warrior jerseys, that's why I'm glad you actually brought this up, is I like the I actually liked these style warriors jerseys. They don't play in Oakland anymore. Well, it's not just that, Anthony. That's not the, the jerseys they wore. They didn't they didn't say Oakland on no, them. They it's said like, warriors. They, thank you. Looks like they're just remaking their own their own history Dude, out yeah, here. They're just, well, 
So that's what this, sucks this about is a, it. The Jersey thing this season is all a money grab. It's all a money grab. They're trying to recruit money. It's so blatant it's, and obvious. It's incredible. And every night these guys, I mean, for Christ's sake, guys, teams have changed their entire color scheme under our under our noses in the middle of the night. <laughs> the Nets are in blue. The Clippers are in black. Like, My girlfriend's like, who? This I, is I, Milwaukee? Yeah, Milwaukee's <laughs> another one. My God. The this Mavericks have gone back to green. They played Dallas. She was what like, what is, who is who is who out here? I think it was on Christmas Day. Like Milwaukee had Enough. blue on and Dallas had green on. And she didn't know what was. I was like, this one's not on you. Torturing people. This one's not on you, okay? Yeah, I, I, I the jerseys, like you said, I understand what they're trying to do. I get it. But at some point, do the throwbacks. Don't stop doing this. I'm going to create some thing every year that, and honestly, some of them I like. I like some of the Celtics oh, yeah, ones. Some they of them have. I some like them the Dallas good. white ones are pretty nice. Yeah, the, the Chicago gold. ones have the, the Chicago nice ones. ones that have like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. There are some even I can even say okay to the Valley jerseys for the Suns. I the, but the Utah ones are pretty cool. The ones that are just a dramatic change in color scheme. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, to honor heritage or some team from 1914 that no one's ever heard of no, before. No, thank you. The Lakers are in blue. Oh, enough, yeah, enough. The, the You're Minneapolis, not in Minneapolis. Lakers ones. Yeah, it's like you said. I mean, it was cool when they would form that you wear God. half the season. I mean, let's just go back to having three colors. And then you wear the alternate color. I mean, I, I like that atrocious. a lot more. You know what I mean? And, atrocious. And like I said, the, the really crappy thing is when a team has a good one that, that the fan base really likes, the contract is, oh, no, that's just for the year. That's got to get out of here. And then next year, we're going to bring you an all-new oh, one. It's revolving door of money. Th- that's that's it, but that's what sucks, though. You know what I mean? so blatant. It's disgusting. But anyway, back to the topic at hand, basketball. But the, the, those jerseys, it's, we brought up about last night. That is true. I, I brought up the Draymond thing right here. Um <laughs> On the tip off here, fourth quarter, on the tip, he's going to wrestle Gordon Hayward to the ground. And then um, he gets called for a foul, and then he loses his mind. Because he literally wrestled the man to the ground. I, You know, he's a passionate guy. He feels he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Passionate guy? He just, told the, ref, he just told the ref, fuck out of here. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> That'll get you tossed. I, and, and the ref was very tolerant until the fuck out of here, and the and the burst afterwards is actually what got him tossed. What got him with the technical? You know That's what I mean? the, this is the one. Look, this, look, this is, this is, again. This look, is look the this. one thing. I mean, he had he hacks the guy in the face before he goes to the ground. With him, by the way, okay, well, he's still fighting for the ball. Whatever, <laughs> uh, whatever. If he, he get out of here with the f out of here, he's probably in the wrong. But it it's great with the no fans when sometimes you can hear these things. <laughs> that but is great. It, it's it's impressive too because we're at the stage now where you see, I see it from home when guys stop mouthing and I go, oh wait, yep, there it is. Yeah, here it comes. Let it fly, Let it fly. So it's whatever. These guys, they're in the heat of it. They're trying to win a game. You see Terry pride on, on the, the line. You know, it's whatever. Guys are gonna get teched up. He can't do that. He can't what. You know what I mean? Like, he can't put his team right. in that position. That's what this ultimately comes down to. But especially in a game where they didn't have Steph Curry and you're telling me they were winning the game. Exactly. So, you know, they're still in a playoff race. They're not – the Clay Thompson injury damn this team. They're not going to win anything this year. Absolutely. You know, Wiseman's out. they got no size whatsoever. Damon Lee and Juan Toscano-Anderson are not going to get the job done and come playoff time. So, But I think the point overall is that – they have, they do have a young team. He's supposed to be a leader on this team. 
And number one, that kind of stuff can't fly. But number two, even if they did want to try to, like you said, try to compete and try to make a trade, you can't be doing this kind of stuff in, in games against the Hornets. Yeah, but you know he's what I mean? trying to win the game. I get it. I get it. You know, trying, trying to win the game was scuffling. All that extra afterwards, he oh, was the well, only person you, you on the know, court yeah, doing that. He was the only person on the court. That's doing what that. I mean. Like that's what's got to stop. But you know, the passion. You don't want to take that away because that's who he is. It's not like he's gonna make his bones making you know twenty a night. That's not his game. Right. So. All right. Whatever. Enough about Draymond. Um, the Lakers, like as you mentioned, they played last night, and the truth is, <laughs> earlier this week they lost AD to injury, and they had KD. Uh, well, not KD. They had Kyrie Harden and the Nets come to town, and they beat him up. And then last night, yeah. But did you watch that game? I I didn't. I watched the beginning you, of it. I didn't so, get to watch so the whole thing. The Schroeder injury for that team is bigger than people are going to want to make it. it very, really very much so. Their second unit. It puts a lot. The way they're. Sh- Structured right now, no AD, no Schroeder. And if the guys that they have, the Popes and the Wesley Matthews, they're not hitting the shots. I mean, Kuzma's come out like a ball of fire the last few he, games. He's, been he's really it. been putting up the numbers. But, like, when those guys aren't hitting shots, they can't win. And going back to the Brooklyn game specifically the other night, they just got killed from three-point range. Like, Brooklyn just wasn't missing shots on yeah. the perimeter. And if – there's going to be a day like that. Yeah, that's going to happen. I don't think there's anything to worry about with the Lakers. I don't think seeding's ultimately going to matter. I mean. You don't think with AD being out. So kind of like what we talked about last week, right, with Utah. So they need, the they need they Schroeder have. back. But I saw, I think, this morning or last night, he's going to miss at least two more games due to protocols. So so he's out a week. AD's out at least a month. You don't think that's going to affect their, their chances? And that's basically what I'm asking you. With Utah chance, being the top team and, and the Clippers being the Clippers and still hovering around there, I mean, that's no, going away. No, because the Clippers got their own injury problems, and even when they were at full strength, they dusted off the Jazz the other night, sand some Donovan Mitchell heroics. But, like, I don't think the Lakers have anything to be worried about. I think they're a team that also, like Miami, who they played last night, you know, what they have, six weeks off? Who <laughs> between oh, the, between my, winning my and starting like you know these guys didn't really it's a price you pay for winning yeah. a championship but like true especially with the year we you have. know these guys I don't think the seating is ultimately going to matter for them if they're going to end up playing in predominantly empty arenas the few fans they've started to let trickle back into these arenas aren't making a ton of difference they're I don't know a yard a hundred yards off the court yeah. you know what I mean so. Well, it, it, go figure. Let you know if they can avoid playing the Clippers till the finals. That's probably their toughest matchup. And at the end of it all, what are they going to do? They're just going to play in their own stadium with a different floor. Uh, that's true. I, I, I just it's think that. Not, what, I think that what it ultimately means is that the Lakers need to have both these guys healthy. And I think we already kind of knew that, but it's like if, if they don't have both those, if they don't have Anthony Davis and LeBron healthy, they're not the favorites to win. No, but it's you know what they can survive an Anthony Davis injury for the time being. Like I said, I think if you watch the way the Lakers are currently constructed and the way that they do play, that Schroeder loss is a lot bigger of a deal than the Anthony Davis thing because he's the guy who comes off on that second unit and really gives them a scoring option and a punch right. that and a and a playmaking ability that allows LeBron to take some time off. And you see it because even last night, I think Harrell Harrell had almost twenty points. He might have flirted with a double double. Kuzma can get buckets. Pope can hit the shots when he's making them. But 
you know, even last night, I mean, it came down to a Caruso last chance shot <laughs> to try and win that one. Well, at least send it to overtime. But, you know, I think the Lakers will be fine. Their defense is up there in the league. I would say Schroeder's you know, their best, best guard defender, too. So, that's, the, that's, I think, the more important thing about their you defense. Know, that net scheme, whatever. The Nets had more to prove than the Lakers did. That's what that comes down to. But I, think they I don't even think the too. Nets are the best team in the East. Really? If you want. No. Really? You can – listen, I understand everyone wants to be like, well, they're just going to outscore you. Yeah, how'd that work for the Rockets? How'd that work for the Suns? It's like, not understand. It's just what we were just talking about. The Nets The Nets yeah. went into the Lakers, granted, without AD, but without KD, and they, they beat them up. Kyrie went in there before – Talked a bunch of crap, and they, they still went in there and beat them up. Yeah, they hit their shots. But what happens when they have off nights? Uh, granted, but they're not going to stop you. In the NBA, they're not going to play defense. You got to win three. You got to win four games in the NBA, right? But so, and that—that's the bigger issue that it comes down to. And yeah, maybe that firepower will start going, and you'll get these games here and there. But like, you look at a team, especially like who's stopping Embiid on that team? On what team? The Nets. Who's coming in and saying, you know what, I got this without having two fouls within three minutes and sitting in their ass on the bench? I mean, the, the quick answer is you would hope that the sole purpose of paying DeAndre Jordan would be that's not going to work. For, for that, Stop it right now. To that, do that, that one is, thing. Th- what, this is not the Clippers of yore. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm I, all I'm saying this is even if you can expect one to thing hide out of him, him in Dallas. You would expect that he could defend Joel Embiid. That's in the not post. happening. You know what I mean? Have you been watching Joel Embiid? Nobody is stopping. He looks well, th- like a man on a mission. But that's the real problem, though, is that he's just playing lights out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, so if, if no one can defend him anyway, the answer is. And if Simmons is, is, is he healthy, a Simmons is a good enough defender to pick up one of those guards. But is that team so, as a whole big enough to over? You think that team? You think the Seventy Sixers are a team that are better than the Nets? I think the Seventy Sixers have the ability to beat the Nets. Yes, because but, the Nets but, just but, don't play defense. But, it's so. But just a little while ago, you said the Nets were not the best team in the East. So I'm asking you, who is the best team in the East then? Oh, I would say it's Philadelphia. That's what I'm asking you. Oh yeah, if you think asking, that right? You're asking me that you think question, that right yeah. now the Seventy Sixers? Yes. Like man for man, have a better team than the Nets. Yes. How can you say that? You don't because think, they're going to have think... defenders to throw at these guys. They're not going. They're not going to. It's. So I was going to say. I you was know like, who's going to defend their guys? That's that's what I was going to say. You have yes. Simmons. You have Thibel. You have guys that can go out there Listen. and play defense. And I'm not saying they're going to shut them down, but they're going to make them work. And at the end of the day, there's a seven foot nightmare waiting for them inside the lane. So. What exactly – and by the way, if they're not hitting these shots, they're not going to get rebounds because they have no damn size whatsoever. So what what are they going to do when they run into teams with length? So the, I guess, yeah, the Anthony Davis injury, yeah, it is important for them size-wise when it comes down to it if they play a team like that. But this is the seven seconds or less Suns all over again. This is ro- the Rockets and Harden. You know, we're jacking them up. Yeah, we have a lot of firepower. Yeah, we have Kevin Durant who can – take twos but like we're still gonna shoot it and we're gonna hope they go in because we're not gonna play defense listen i mean uh, i think overall the nets yes they have a huge hole at center i just don't think that there's a team right now in the nba who can you want to talk about firepower you want to talk about the way joel and beats playing you want to talk about the defense of ben simmons i don't think there's a team in the nba that has the firepower that the nets have or who has a defensive stopper like Kevin Durant. 
Kevin Durant's not I, I, every, a defensive stopper, every, number every, one. Every, everything number you said two, about Kevin Durant isn't even playing games right now. He's not. But what I'm talking about is when you get down to the playoffs, like we're talking about, you're gonna win four games, okay? Everything you just said about Philadelphia, the Nets have and some, and yes, they have deficiencies. Every team has deficiencies. I think in today's NBA, if you have more shooting, you can overlook some of those holes like post defense. I, I just don't see how. Time to your point, how anybody can stop the three of those guys when it comes to a four-game series. Here's the thing. That's what, what I don't understand. Embiid go off the other Friday night? Played the played the Bulls. I think he went off. He went off the fifty. Fifty. Okay. Now Chicago has some size, not a ton of it. Some. There was a point where Thaddeus Young was the tallest guy on the court for them. Wendell Carter was in foul trouble. That's the same thing we're looking at when it comes to the. Brooklyn side of this. But here's what's different, okay? And this is what doesn't get factored in when you just look at a game on paper. When the 76ers play the Nets, okay, Joel Embiid isn't going to go for 50 for one very simple reason, okay? He's not just going to be out there. But I'll just give you a very easy laid out scenario, okay? Let's just say Kevin Durant's out there playing center, okay? That ain't going to work. Let's Hold on. He could be out there killing him, all right? But when he's out, when he's not out there killing him, he is going to be Busting his ass, chasing him around on defense. He's not chasing Kevin Durant around the floor, though. That's oh, the one thing. of those. But that's the other side of the coin is they're going to have Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris, and another guard out there. Not, so it, it, there's two sides that you can't. On paper, I you under, can say he's going to go out there and bust I, no, their ass. When you put exactly them on the floor, say, he's got to work on okay, both ends of the but floor. What I'm saying, yeah, he does have to work on both ends of the floor, but so do those guys who are jump shooters. But as opposed will, to the guy will, who's going to be he what, will break, two feet from the basket, he will break down faster and will not be able to be as efficient nope, offensively chasing those guys around is my only point where those guys will be able to hold up to that pounding knowing that eventually this guy's going to wear out on the other end why why is that. he going to wear out and they're not because he's just because literally Kevin Durant don't want to bang with Joel Embiid listen I'm telling you what because he's literally just physically bigger than him and he's going to just tire faster than those guys do. okay it, I mean we'll it see makes sense. but I, like I, said, I don't know where that's coming from Kevin Durant just, can't just, even stay on the court right now that's number one and I love Kevin Kevin Durant, right? But like, he ain't trying to bang with Embiid. He ain't trying to play down the in the block. This is Tim Duncan. I'm not a center all over again. You're six ten. You might have to play the position. He's he's six eleven, quote unquote. Yeah, you know I drove that <laughs> right of my ass sideways. Tim Duncan's the best power forward of all time. No, he's not. Well, no, he's he not. He's a goddamn center. Damn well, he it. He played power forward oh, all of his career. Listen. I was perfectly. How dare you? Rosso Nesterovich was there. I was gonna say I was. I was gonna explain. It. it was perfectly fine when he had another All Star next to him, but when you had Dewan Blair and Rosso Nesterovich and Malik Rose, and then you were like, "Oh Centers. no!" And then you like Tim Duncan's a power forward. No, what you don't know is those other guys. Malik, uh, those other guys are six foot seven. Doesn't matter. PJ okay. Tucker gets it done. I'm like Tim Duncan is the Poor center PJ. here. They're like, no, he's the best power forward of all time. He These is. guys are starting at center. And I'm like. My my brain hurts. Like whoever just wants, just go ahead. Drink well, it, drink it, drink your Spurs Kool Aid. We'll he just is. we'll just go along. You just that, bitter because right? he's never a Celtic. Silence. Moving on to the Celtics. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, I the, the good thing about the Nets and the 76ers, just to close it out, is I have a really good feeling in, in the first or second round those guys are going to run into each other because I don't think they're going to finish one two. Maybe they will, 
But eventually in the playoffs, they're going to sort it out. And, and who knows? I do think one of those. I mean, they probably will. Who the hell else is in the East? Milwaukee? Free fall. Um, and the team we're going to talk about next. But I, I do think that one of those teams is going to make a trade. Anything. Listen. Stop it. All right. Stop it right now. All right. So this is this is what I want to ask you. Here we go. Are you one of those people who's, who are hitting the panic mode, Celtics? I don't need free to hit fall. the panic mode. I just need to look at the fact that they're not as good as the other two teams in the East that are better than them. The reason why everyone's freaking about themselves is because they started off seven and three. Is because Kemba Walker might be Isaiah Thomas all over again. Listen, a lot of all right. There are very couple key things I think people are forgetting. Okay, hold on, my throat's a little dry there. There's a couple key things people are really forgetting here. All right, number one, the Celtics played in the bubble. They made it to Eastern Conference Finals. Right, they had. The second I don't want to hear this. I'm not making an excuse, but that's what this is. Listen, no, let me finish. I say that to say this. After that, Kemba Walker also had surgery. He just can't. He Kemba Walker has not been playing for literally five weeks. Okay, everyone else has been playing for what? It's been three months now, two months. About that. I don't know. It all blurs together. My 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 point is, everyone else, the 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 league as a whole, got off to a little rough start. And he is literally half of behind everybody else, okay? So everybody out there judging Kemba saying he's a, a shell of him for himself and oh, oh, will, will he ever get back to form? Yes, it's true. And it was true for every other single player in this league who played in the playoffs. Not LeBron and, James. No, I mean, not not LeBron James. Right? I'm I mean, just saying. We could say that about a lot of things about LeBron James in basketball. Give this guy a chance. To come back in the second half of the season. We don't have time. And time is against that's, him. In fact, that's all we have. Okay, that, that, that's number one. It's everyone, not true. Everyone wants to, we have a whole second half of the season to play. And that, that, that's the other thing I want to say is number two. We have a whole second half of the season to play. Every single year, every year, people freak out about what happens in the first half of the season and the second half of the season plays. Uh, I'm just saying overall with the Celtics, everyone's like, oh, they're going 13 so how, So Wait, wait. So, so how can you say that in the breath after you just like, who's going to stop the Nets? What do you mean? <laughs> like, we, you just told me you're going to okay, sit here and tell that, me we have a whole second that's, half that's, of the season that's, now? That's, you're going to tell me the Lake is a damn? It's, it's like, on, what it's the on, hell? It's, on, it's only because the Nets put that team together. Everyone, everyone was voicing all of their concerns, and now over the last couple of weeks, they basically put it together and killed it. But we're not talking about the Nets anymore. It's the second half of the season, and the Celtics have—they they literally have whatever's happened this first half. Of the Celtics have fought, they have a whole second half to create. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, that's my third point. Hold on. So with with Kemba being out and not having enough time, then having the whole second half of the season, they already may have a third guy on their team to help them with this, who just people want to be critical of because, and kind of understandably so, that's their max contract guy. That's who they signed to be their number one guy. But they also have to realize you have two young guys who are elevating themselves above him, okay? Number three, they do need somebody else. And here's the good news, everybody. Calm the hell down. They have a twenty-eight million dollar trade exception. Oh boy! That listen. Here, here's the facts. They're going to use it one way or the other. Who they get? This is my point. Before we, before before we get to who they don't get. bring me a trade exception. Listen, you, and tell me listen. and tell me nothing else. Listen, let me finish. Your point was how they get better. Well, they ha- they have a trade exception that they have to use. So one way for them to get another player that is my my point is at some point in the next month. They are going to have to bring somebody in. Who? 
Now, who fills a $28 million trade exception that is going to give them what they need? Okay. There's been names bantered about. I just want two. Um, I, I have two for you. Let me finish. Like Otto Porter Jr. That, that ain't the answer. There's been names bantered about like Otto Porter Jr., Thad Young, Harrison Barnes. Okay. Oh, my God. I, I, I agree. I don't think that's the answer. There are two people who I, who I don't even go to the playoffs if this is the answer. There are two pe- there are two the, people who, who I would like to see in the Celtics. Okay, one I think is just the fandom of me wanting to see what kind of what kind of uh, experiment this would create. Oh boy! And the other one I generally do think would be beneficial for the Celtics and it would put them. I'm not going to tell you put them amongst the top with the Nets and the 76ers are. Give me the names. Number one is a guy who has been sat over the last week um, by his team is uh, Andre Drummond. Okay, that's not the answer. He's the So for years, one of the Celtics' problems has been interior defense and rebounding, and he leads the league in, def- and, excuse me, in rebounding, and he is one of the top post-defense. Now, his offense – so, so you just want a more expensive Tristan Thompson. You already hold have on, this hold on. guy. So, so that was my first initial. That's but that's the more insane. I think about it, the more I think about it, I thought, you know what? Those guys might actually kill each other if they have to be forced to play on the same team again because they played on the same team together last year. So the so honestly, the real guy who I think the Celtics should go after, they have enough draft picks and young players to the point where it might actually. Deplete their team? It's not going to happen. Who do you who do you think I'm going to say? Because I love this. You already, you already think you know the answer. It's, it's not going to happen. Gonna who do you think happen. I'm going to say? Listen, you're not getting Voos. You're not getting them. All right. In this <laughs> well, this one him. case, he knows you're exactly you're what I'm going to say. Him. It's not happening. <laughs> Listen, and this is why Vucevic is Vucevic, the center from Orlando, is literally the exact player they need. They need a guy who can rebound, shoot, is passable on defense, but can fit into their team defense more than anything. And he's a big guy who can set screens, is unselfish, can play make a little bit, would not look to be the number one option, could be the perfect what are you, what are you third or fourth option. What kind of trash you trying to send Listen, down to Orlando I'm, that makes them worse? I don't have trash for them. Yes, I ha- do, I think I have, have a so here, boatload of so, bullshit. So here's the trick, right? The Celtics have drafted over the last two years nothing. Um, Aaron Neesmith and Romeo Lankford. <laughs> okay. They have the Time Lord and Payne Pritchard. And they have a bunch of first round picks. I wouldn't give up all of that, but if I was serious, I would put Time Lord, Peyton Pritchard, and a couple first round picks together and see if I hey, hey, you don't watch enough Celtics. This is this is what I know. <laughs> Robert Williams. Robert Williams is balling, dude. And if you watch the Celtics, you know that he should actually be playing a lot more than what he is. But he's not, and there's a reason and, for that. And, uh, it's because they have Thompson and Tice. Honestly. Oh, oh so he's not playing the best guys. Kudos. So he should be playing more. They they just brought those guys in, and honestly, I don't think anyone will debate. He he has the athleticism that they kind of need, and and what they're trying to find another big man. But but my point of view. By the way, I'll is, take whatever. I'll take the picks, and you can have Otto Porter. Just so we're clear. <laughs> honestly, Otto I'll Porter. Drive myself to Chicago just to drive him. The back. reason why I would like Otto Porter is Otto Porter seems to be the closest thing to what Gordon Hayward was last year that they could possibly bring in. What, an expensive guy who has to play third fiddle and is okay with it? I was going to say a big wing oh. Oh. <laughs> who can me. who can play three and D for them. What's his contract like so he could spurn you too? 
very similar to what Gordon's was last year. I want to say he is on a $27, $26 million expiring, maybe. As soon as it's over, he's like, yeah, now what I signed up for, give me the fuck out of here. Like, Ow. Well, that's why, honestly, so one of the things, even if they couldn't swing a deal, um, so that's that's my thing. Is uh, Honestly, my long shot thing was bringing Drummond to see what happens, see what the free show is, run, pick, and roll. That's and incredible. Just see what, but, my, but the well, real- Boogie Cousins, too. He's about to be available. Oh, yeah. You're skipping ahead on the list, so I I'm going to say. I can't see it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, come on. You He's asking me guys. if I want Boogie Cousins, when you can turn around and see the guy's goddamn jersey on the wall over there, is like asking a squirrel if he wants a nut. I mean, that, I mean that's that's the goddamn truth. But, um, yeah. You I, might be able to just give him a, ma- a veteran minimum hey, in a minute. Hey. Don't give – listen. Yeah. Trust me, I'm at the point with Boogie now where I don't even He'll think about it. He'll be on the lake as quick, fast, in a hurry before he's on the Celtics. He'll, honestly, I, he'll be on the Lakers or the Warriors, I think, before anything, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? But, but like you said, with the size problem the Warriors are having, they might just be like, hey, you good? He'd be like, word, word. Um, what was I saying? But yeah, those, those are the guys who I realistically – Vucevic is the one guy. Otto Porter would be great. I just don't know what is going on with your Bulls team, to be honest with you. If you want to talk about that a little bit, I mean, you, you had me better than what, before. What, what do you want me well, to say? Well, here's what I don't understand. They're not it that seems, good. But, the, but it the seems like assembled talent hasn't lived up to what we need. Wendell Carter's been hurt. He's gonna be. He's gonna be a good big man. Everyone in the keeps league. on saying that. It's the third year. He's gonna be. No, he's gonna no, be a good no, big man. But he's been hurt. <laughs> it's the Lori Mock. I was gonna say same thing with your boy that Lowry. Is, that is. Uh, he can shoot it. He might like, have to, if you could ever learn how to defend. We might have to let that one go. We might have to put that one back in the ocean. But it also does it also mm. doesn't help when it doesn't seem like Zach Levine's like, you know what, I got this. What do you mean? He's just like Pick one ball, side. one ball, my ball. Right. Hey, don't get me wrong. It's getting a little eventful. It's kind of fun to watch this so season. So this is why I'm a little confused. But- <laughs> this is why I'm asking about it, right? From from what I can see, it looks like Otto Porter's having a decent year. It looks like Kobe White is playing pretty good basketball. And it also looks like Zach Levine, I, I actually took a picture of his stats, the last eight or ten games. Good hey. Lord almighty. The last eight games, Zach Levine, 30 po- 38 points, 30, no, 37, yeah, no, 30, 26, 46, 38, 39. scorer on the team. <clears throat> Does that mean that good old Zach is just lining up to be shipped off for the the latest bushel of picks? Has he lined himself up since Bradley Beal is quote-unquote untradeable right now? Is is Zach Levine just going to be hauled off to some place like New York or or Boston or, or whoever has the next chase for the star so dreams? I, I've come around on Zach Levine as a Bulls fan. At I, first, I was just I, like, I feel like... I feel like you are. I, I was like, just going to jack him up and get him out. But, you know... <laughs> He seems to be playing. Billy Donovan's actually been a good coach. Billy Donovan's for this a good team. coach for him, and he exactly. seems to be playing fluid in this offense. So whereas it looks like he's just jacking it up, he's actually getting good Had shots. Some pro they're structure. Him, they're treating him like the star on the team. You know, they get get me the bucket when we need it. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is this team is failing everywhere else. And like Wendell Carter got off to a good night against Embiid on Friday, but had two quick fouls, and there you go. See it. There's the bench. Yeah. Laurie Markin is not living up to that potential that we keep saying is there. Maybe it's just not there at this point. You know, Kobe White's only in his second year. Otto Porter's been hurt, and we're relying on Thaddeus Young. So it's not a complete collection of good – Sadoransky's also been out. 
COVID issues and I all love that. Me some Saturn Yeah, doesn't everybody when he knocks them down, <laughs> when he misses them, you're like, what the fuck are it's you taking ass. that shot for? But it, you know, I feel like they're going in the right direction. The problem is, is but by the time they get there. Zach Levine's going to probably need to go. It's, it's Goldberg, it's time. So, you know, <laughs> it's just they're not putting it together fast enough. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think his deal's up after next season, right? He's going to need well, an extension. I'll take, I'll take some picks, but, you know, I don't want them all down in the fucking 20s. And, I mean, that's the tough part. I mean, they train into a decent team. A lot of teams have been saying this all season, and maybe it's time to pull the trigger. Do you think the good old New York Knicks come calling? They do still have a bunch of those picks from that Porzingis deal. They have a bunch of young players. Do you think the Knicks call up, try to bring Zach Levine into Where the fold? Where does Zach Levine fit in that offense, though? Julius Randle having a great season. Obi Toppin I'll, looks all right. Where. Mitchell Robinson's playing well. Mitchell Robinson's hurt four to six weeks. But okay. he's playing well before he, he, he got hurt. You know what I mean? They were pl- they were really adapting that Thibodeau defensive style. They're bringing Rose, obviously, as someone Thibodeau knows. You know, but quickly, you know, the the Knicks have been playing. They don't need a guy like that to come in there and stop see, the offense. See, I disagree. I think that if he was able to come into a team and buy into the defensive concept, I think I think, happen. I think he's exactly what the Knicks need. I it's think they have Derrick Rose and R.J. Barrett in the backcourt. They, they can bring quickly up the bench. Um, but you put him in, in the front court with Randall. With Robinson, and now they have a number one scorer. Yeah, I mean, what are you moving him to the front court? Is the three now? It's not like he didn't do it before. I mean, but he wasn't the player he is now. I'll put it this way: so him and him and uh, uh, Barrett are basically interchangeable. To be honest with you, so play him, play him where we need to play him. My point is, Rose, Barrett, Levine, and Randall with Robinson. That seems to be a pretty legit lineup with a pretty clear cut packing order of who's who and who's what, and that's why that it actually seems to print fit pretty well together. It doesn't win you anything. With the team? It doesn't win you But like anything. you were saying before, the Knicks want to make a push for the playoffs, right? And it seems to put them in a good position, at least for the next couple of years, with Randall's deal and Levine's deal kind of lining up that way, with having Rose short-term and the development of the young players they have. I don't know. To me, this seems to make sense. It seems like, like I was saying, it seems like one of these, somebody's going to get traded in the NBA. Well, that's a definite. You know what I mean? And, and like you were just talking about, the Bulls seem to be just treading water at this point, even though I do agree Billy Donovan's had yeah, done a great job. I don't want another Six through ten, another blow it up style. Another Six through fourteen picks. I mean, the good news it looks like Patrick Williams is playing pretty decent for those guys. Looks like he's a good pick. You don't seem too impressed. Uh, it's though. not that I'm not. It's <laughs> not that I'm not impressed. It's just I think about it. And I go, okay, yeah, like we all didn't think this was going to be the pick. They wanted it to be the pick, and you know, you just look at it as far as things go, and you go, you still want Halliburton? No. <laughs> I had Jimmy Butler, and I still can't believe this nonsense. Like, so it's just, yeah, they, they've been fudging it. They've been fudging it for a while now, you know. And that's why, honestly, as I, I was almost curious to see if maybe if one of those young guys could have established some kind of value, if they would have been better off going the other way and maybe buyers, maybe try to bring in a piece and seeing if they can add to Levine. But it seems like they're, they're too, too young. For that. They're yeah. too young, and they don't have. You know, what is Thaddeus Young, the veteran on the team? That, you know what that's I mean? the other like, They're too young, and the, their assets haven't grown into assets. Yeah. So these some of these guys are just going to walk. You know, it's almost like, man, should have went a year ago and got whatever we could for Makinen. But I said it's always 2020. You, know, you, like the, you like the deal. 
I like the situation of Carter and marketing. The problem is, is it's not what I want it to be. Yeah, it hasn't worked and, out. Like everyone and thought that's it would. What sucks. It's right. like you know, I like Wendell Carter, and even in that draft class, I was like, "This is a name that yikes." I won't take that burden, but that wasn't going to work either. And so apparently, Carter <laughs> is the defensive guy that I needed, but there. But he just can't he be on can't, the court. He can't stay healthy in marketing. Is, is marketing just one of those guys where, and they talked about this before well, from with him? Gonzaga. <laughs> no, he's from Arizona. Is it Arizona? Always oh, from Arizona. Oh. Um, but is he one of those guys where maybe he just belongs playing center as well? And maybe that's the problem. Is that no, like- because I don't want my center out there jacking up threes. I don't. No, no, no. I don't want that. <laughs> that's not what you like. No, no, thank you. Why not? I have such a problem with that. Stretching the floor. Uh, because they want to jack him up too often. Like you you're seven to- feet tall. Go punish the little guy. They always used to say, I don't know if it was. Uh, Doc Rivers or Brad Stevens? They don't want to go all the way back down the court. It's kind of right now because Doc Doc Rivers coaches Philadelphia, but one of them just said, best thing about playing Philadelphia is Joel hitting that first three because he's going to be taking them all night. Yeah, they hit one and he's that first three. Woo, baby. Yeah, so. He's going to be stroking them all night. It's the same thing with him and Towns, and it's just like, God, you don't stop jagging up threes. Like, you know what's easy? Go down on the block. Get two. Right. <laughs> go, go, High go, percentage. Go get the matchup. Bully the, the guy down. Shoot. And take him out. I'm over right now. I want to talk about the, the, the NBA All-Star Reserves were named. Uh, the NBA All-Stars were named. Excuse me. Were, were the, the reserves? starters. The starters. Okay, the reserves weren't named reserves yet, right? Tuesday. Perfect. Well, Someone will be a surgeon for something that doesn't exist yet. Tuesday. Um, in the West, I really don't think there's any surprises with the way things have gone. What? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> there's no surprises. Uh, I'm saying half, 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 hazardly. Steph Curry, Steph Curry obviously got in, and everyone thinks Damian Lillard should have been voted in. Yeah, um, yeah. Have you been watching Damian Lillard? This is obviously one yeah. of the popularity contest situations. Yeah, that's here. the problem with this. That's all um, it is. Well, I mean, the truth is, what can you really do, especially with Steph Curry? What can Yao you really Ming do? was winning every year. What do you want? I was just gonna bring that up. They showed they actually showed a picture of him on one of the articles before I clicked uh, this for that same reason. It's just. What can you do? Sometimes the popularity takes over, and there's millions of people voting for you, and I'm, that's what the NBA wanted with all this. You know what I mean? So it's well, like, well, it is what it is. Damian Little still get there; he just won't be starting the game. Whatever. Exactly. Steph Curry gets into the starter alongside Luka Doncic in the backcourt. Uh, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Nikola Jokic, of course, round out the front court for the Western Conference. Uh, aside from the from the Curry thing, though, again with the popularity vote, all these guys have kind of been killing it at one point or the other. Yeah, the Mavericks suck. The Mavericks do suck. I was going to say, but at one point in this season, all those guys, uh, again, with the exception of Curry, were named in the MVP conversation. At one point, maybe even Curry, when he was dropping crazy amount of points for that crappy team. I scrolled the wrong way here. Well, you want to know about the East? East is just Giannis, Durant, Embiid, Harden. Not Harden. Kyrie and Beal. Absolutely. It's all right. Yeah, Kyrie and Beal in the backcourt. With uh, Durant and Giannis and Curry took a two week hiatus and got named an All Star starter. So unreal. I, I wanted to bring it up. For unreal. All the, they, he takes a two week break, right? But for all the, not an injury break, just took like a disappearance. For all the the hate, quote unquote, for all the problems he causes, he seems to be okay with amongst the fans. No. Uh, yeah, because it's a woke world, and Kyrie is one of the, <laughs> the woke. Earth is I flat. Guess. Uh, whatever. <laughs> at this point, you know what I mean. Like people probably, you know, Kyrie needed it. I sympathize with that, but it's like 
I do you too. I do too. Like you need two weeks, but you know what you also have to do? You need to walk through your boss's door and explain where the hell you're going. Yeah, I can't just like, you can't so, just not show up for work and be like, I mean, keep them paychecks coming, but understand where I'm coming from. It's you like, try that in any <laughs> other business in America, you'll come back to an empty office and your name off the door in an unemployment form. Exactly. Get you can out do of that here. somewhere else. Go yeah. for it. Go for it. Two player. weeks, nothing? No no communication? The one thing I did want to ask is, do you think that Kyrie and Beal deserve to be in there? Well, Beal does. He's leading the league in scoring. It's Absolutely. not his fault that team has been well, ravaged just by COVID. Saying, just because the team is terrible and they haven't played awful. a bunch of games. You know what I mean? So. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just going to say it. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to hold back. Do you think Jalen Brown should have been in one of those spots? Because I, I kind of do. I'm not going to lie. With the season, just being unbiased, I'm being a Celtics fan, just with the season he's had. I mean, had, I guess you, you, could, you could say that if, if you're talking about just the Kyrie spot. I, I was a little surprised, honestly. When but I saw Kyrie and Durant there, you can't, I, I, those I other four guys ain't going. You can't debate up. that, no. But like but said, you know what's crazy? The funny thing is, Durant's you know missed a few games. So is Jalen Brown. But Kyrie took two weeks. But Durant was getting in there. I mean, yeah, it's kind of it's the a popularity contest. Exactly. So you know what I mean? Like those those are household names, and Jalen Brown just isn't. So sad it, but true. You know, sad but true. My man's getting there though. I think he's going to make the team, right? I mean, he kind of has to make the team. I mean, I'm sure he'll make the team, but the problem also is he's not even the best player on his team. So when it comes down to a popularity contest, he's not going to win it. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't talk about this before, but ultimately, I don't think anybody on this on the Celtics are selfish. I think that's what's starting to become. I think that's the Celtics problem. You want a guy to just be like, it's my team, let no. me take over? No, because I think if you go back and watch all the games this year, you can make a real strong argument that Jalen Brown's been the best player on this team. Oh, stop it. Don't do this. He's not the best player on that this team. This is all I'm going to say. I think if you watch the Celtics, everyone says they have a problem sharing the ball. I don't know if you saw someone brought it up. They interviewed him, uh, They interviewed Jalen Brown about it, and he basically said, next question. It would make sense that you have a guy who literally was booed at the Garden when he was drafted. Nobody knew who he was, and listen, there was so much hype around the picks. Listen, That's who, what who it was. Who, it was all fan hype. Who is now playing the way he plays, okay, playing his ass off. And I'm not saying there's any friction at all, but Jason Tatum was essentially the number one overall pick in the draft, has been the golden child since he got there, has missed games this year, hasn't so been there. So is Brown. But Jalen Brown has kind of – Elevated above Jay- that. Jalen Brown's missed games for an injury, and Tatum's been out for health and safety reasons. So it's not all. But, but, all. But Who's one the of better those, player? But one of those guys has elevated their game. If you ask me right now, who would I take? I would. I want to make it very clear. I would still take Jason Tatum. Okay, okay so that's enough of the. We had afterwards look, look, about how if it was this and that. I think it's close enough where it's not just. At the beginning of the season, two months ago, I would have told you it was Jason Tatum. It's not even close. It's still Jason Tatum. I don't. I, I think it's close enough. Where if you told me you take Jalen Brown, I I couldn't argue with you anymore. I, what? That, that's how well he's played this year. He's had games where he's gone. Listen, off I'm not saying he hasn't played well, but Jason Tatum is still the best player on that team. It is going to be the Jason Tatum team. It's not. But all I'm I'm not saying I don't disagree with you. All I'm saying is, I think that might be part of like their problem now is that Jalen Brown's playing his ass off. And he can't get over what you just said. No matter what he does, no matter how hard he plays, 
matter who's that, not here. How does that matter with scoring and winning games? That, is, that doesn't make a difference. I think that he's shown that he's a certain level of player. It's not helping Seme hit a shot or Sheme. I don't know how it's pronounced anymore. I think that, I think that at this point in the season, now it's getting to the point where now everyone's getting back healthy and Kemba's back. And at the beginning of the season, they had more opportunities to go around and it's getting tighter. And now guys have to kind of continue to show that they can do it. I, I don't think it's just him. I think it's the whole – but what I'm saying is I think that's part of the problem on this team is that things are getting – these guys are young and things are getting a little tight. And they're getting – they, He's the one guy kind of part of that core who's not, though. And, like, if but you look at the, the rest of the team – he's the guy who has to understand that he should take the step back. But he's also been the guy who's been hurt all year. Exactly why he should take the step back. And I think he's doing that. It's probably what, what I was talking about before. It's going to take him – taking a step back, coming back from injury, and trying to integrate with these two guys who are also it's, – it's a big fucking – it's not just one part of the chemistry equation. It's four or five parts of the equation all moving at the same time, them trying to plug. It's those two guys both elevating their game. It's one guy playing another one guy. Not, it's this guy coming back from injury, and he's the max player. It's, okay, so they're an NBA team. Them, you know what it's mean? problems. Figure it out. I don't want to hear that. It's, it's good. And that's the funny thing. When I think about it, I'm like, these are good problems to have. Like, I just, I just hope the, what you're explaining to me is the same problem you praise the Nets for is having three guys who can go off and get the and get get buckets. I think the difference like, is if, I want if to this clear. is the problem, then I don't know. The difference is the Nets guys lose our veteran established All NBA guys, where the Celtics guys. But, you're not, but this is how this all started. You're talking about a guy who should be an All Star starter, carry the team. I, to my point, I think that what happens in the second half of the season. We'll kind of define what happens to these guys. And that's part of the reason why I think the Celtics will break out of this because I think at the end of the day, those guys have always been about winning. And I think Jalen Brown will show that he really does deserve to be an all-star. And he'll prove it. And like I said, he will make the all-star the, team. But, but he's but. not better than the five guys on this picture. I Honestly, I, I, I don't have Kyrie's stats in front of me, so I'm not going to argue it passionately. But I, I think you could make the argument that he's had a bad season than Kyrie. I just, I just want I to make this – this is clear because I'm pretty sure I know this, but I maybe I'm wrong. Kyrie and Jason Tatum, not Jason Tatum, Kyrie and Jalen Brown played on the same team, right? Yeah, they all did. Yeah, yeah. They had Jalen Brown when they traded for Kyrie, right? Correct. Right, because Kyrie's the better player. I mean, obviously, two okay, years so, ago, so, yes. But he, but two years ago, yes, he was better. Than How him. old is Kyrie Irving? 28. So, like, what, what are we, it's not like we're talking about a guy who's Geriatric here. No, but he is that is four years older than him. Okay, and he's, he's still it, a better player. In that four years, all Kyrie Irving did was was hit the game winning shot to win the NBA title and win another title on top of it. So but my point is that a lot can happen in four years. That's all I'm saying. So don't, 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 make, don't make it seem like four years ain't nothing. Only won one title. Cleveland didn't win two. Oh, yeah, that's right. He won one. That's right. But even still, you you get my point. Anyway, my point is you're arguing for a guy who, yeah, he's getting better and maybe he'll win most improved this year, but he ain't going to be a starter. I guess not. I, I just, like I said, I don't have the stats in front of me. I thought you could argue that he had a better season than Kyrie. I, I can see why, especially like we were talking about with Steph and with KD, why he wouldn't get in. It was made apparent to me. Like I said, I thought the perception of Kyrie was one thing, and apparently. When I saw who the styles were, I was like, yeah, but you know what? Uh, apparently, the world doesn't. But you're arguing for Jalen Brown when you could easily be like, where's James Harden? So, other than the a two weeks, absolutely. Other than the two weeks absolutely. where he absolutely just mailed it in in Houston before the trade, this guy's 
been unbelievable. The thing that people would say about James Harden, though, is just like you just said, is he played half the season in another conference, though. So how could he be an Eastern Conference All-Star? Whatever. I, I, They're going to draft them. I'm it's just, just a you. pool. I'm just telling you. I'm They're not playing you. on the same team. These guys don't even, might not even you. all play together. They probably won't. <laughs> That's how it usually happens. Usually these 10 guys aren't, aren't going to be the 10 guys to take the court to start the game, if there even is a game. No, it will be the guys who start the game. It's just not going to be – they're not – these five are all gonna play with each other. My point is, someone always ends up injured, or there's a replacement. Like that—that's what I'm saying. Like these, these ten guys, very rarely. Well, none of those guys are hurt, right? You know now. I mean? Right. One of these guys didn't play last night or two nights ago. This guy. Well, anyway, you already killed how I wanted to close this basketball segment by letting everybody know that Tamaga's Cousins has been released. Well, he's on his way to be released by Houston. Wisely, they said, as we talked about earlier with Christian Wood, they have Christian Wood. This has just been moved on from a vet. You know what sucks? Only you would make this news. Of course. Well, here's the thing, right? Here's what I realized. Maybe it's time to officially hang it up. Boogie only only ends up in news every year just from being moved on. Like like every year, it's like, oh look, another team has moved on from Cousins. Oh look, he's back in the pool. Oh look. Well, it's just in like, fairness, in fairness, the Lakers uh, thing, he got hurt. Uh, uh, he he never he's really had a bunch of injuries. The team they needed the space. Right, he was hurt with the Warriors, and so. I mean he has had some injuries, but I still go back to, and at the end of the day, I still maintain. I I went and watched it for myself in person because I could not live. And say that I did not. The New Orleans Pelicans totally screwed it up. When they had Cousins and Davis, man, they would they were killing people on the floor. And the fact that they didn't want to sign him spurned to the fact that they didn't, couldn't bring back Davis. And it was bad news for Cousins. And obviously Davis ended up going to win a championship. But I'm telling you, yeah, they have Zion. People are questioning is Zion developing is what he's becoming. The biggest mistake ever made. I went to go see. The Pelicans take on the Timberwolves when Jimmy Butler played with Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns had four points with four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Okay, they were killing the Timberwolves. So, yes, DeMarcus Cousins, is he's been injured twice over now and cut three times over, but he's one of my favorite players. I went and saw him in person. I'm telling you, somebody's missing out. Yeah, okay. That's all I'm saying. Maybe, all right. And I don't know what's this left. Is, you know what? This That's is all more years than marketing, and we just keep hyping <laughs> the potential. <laughs> Who's going to pop first? Laria Boogie. All right. We can't go without talking a little NFL. Uh, finally, that carousel is spinning away now because Carson Wentz it's was about dealt. to come to a stop. <laughs> you think so? About the- Who the hell else is left? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you in a second, man, because I, I heard something on ESPN this week that Arose my curiosity and also got me excited. You, you want to talk about players I like? I'll get to that in a second. Oh, Marcus, oh my um, Carson went to the Colts this week for a third-round pick in a conditional second, first round next year. We talked about it yesterday. It's a conditional second that can be a first. I think if they he plays seventy-five percent of the snaps and they make the playoffs, uh, whatever. Which the pick will be if they make the playoffs? It'll be in the late twenties, and they don't care anyway. Basically, if he, if he plays that many snaps, they'll be in the playoffs. They'll be picked 23-22. And but it's next year. I love that the Eagles are in straight disarray. This is my favorite part of the NFL offseason. The Eagles are in a straight disarray. And like disarray. I told you yesterday, it's been I, amazing. I wondered how they can make a cap situation worse. And the answer is add the biggest cap penalty in the Well, they were history. gonna have that anyway, so it didn't matter. Well they could have just kept the guy. Well, now they don't have to <laughs> like, they don't have to take the future cap hits though. They, they, See worried, that? they worried about his relationship with a coach who they got rid of. Uh, they're looking to bring up a quarterback to compete with Jalen Hurts, and it seems like they already had someone they paid on the roster to do all that. And I mean, apparently they had to. They felt like they had to move on. 
Um, I saw people saying that the Eagles were winners in this this week, and I, I including Max Kellerman, a first take, and I was this like, is crazy. How did the crazy. Eagles this, this team win out of what this? What did this team win a Super Bowl two years ago, and now this is where they're at? This yeah. is ridiculous. They won a Super Bowl and with I that love guy during it. the season. And then I they, love it. It's. I mean, this guy's a Cowboys fan. Oh, so he my God. Look at the tailspin. They can't pull out of this. All they did was, like, the second lowest cap space going into this offseason was create a bigger cap penalty for themselves. It's beautiful. Create another position they need to fill. It's great. Um, Love it. it. I can't wait till they start cutting their vets because they have no money. I Well, I actually started reading into some of this. It's funny you say that. And I actually read that. I think – because it's basically like the same penalty, I think they they're just better off paying Alshon Jeffrey eighteen million dollars this year because because great it, because if you cut him, you got to pay him anyway. So they're better off Good. literally just having Whatever. him on the roster at eighteen Whatever. million dollars. That guy's washed and just play. At this point. and that's that's the hilarious part. They, they're literally going to cut this guy out there just because <laughs> as a fifth receiver because they signed him four years ago. Fifth, and he might be their number two at this point. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean. They got Travis Fulgham, right? So I mean, oh yeah, you've seen Travis Fulgham because they can't find him either. Really? Had a great start, and then he was on a milk box for the rest oh, of the season. True. So don't give me that Travis Fulgham nonsense. They got their first pick in Jalen Rager. They got Rager. They cut Jackson yesterday. They got Goddard. That and that's what I'm saying. That's Ertz is on his way out. Oh, it's amazing. Ertz is on his way. Good it's thing we Miles Sanders, or else it'll be a full on shit oh, show. Oh, I can't wait till he says I want out. I wonder if they try to ask Jason Peters to come back again next year. Oh, that, wouldn't that be lovely? <laughs> Woo! Come hey, back, Jason, you're please. like 42 now. Uh, I know you got hurt again last year, and I know we, last year we actually come back and play guard. Kelsey's another year older. Tackle. Brandon Brooks is coming off an injury. Lane Johnson's been constantly hurt. Oh, this is amazing. Fletcher Fox is just glad he got his older. money. Older. He's um, glad he got his money. <laughs> this is great. It's great. Uh, You know what's funny is that there's a Sports Illustrated magazine that came out uh, within the last couple of months talking about Super Bowl hangovers. And they should, honestly, the, of course the Falcons was, the Falcons and the Rams were the poster boys, but they should really well, be. Because they lost. Right. But they should really be. That's what I was going to get at. Even though they won, they, I mean, look look at what that team has done since it's, they it's won. Cra- it's crazy to think <laughs> that you had a guy win a Super Bowl for a franchise and arguably knock off, like, the greatest, one of the greatest Teams, I say teams. No, you spots. really it is one of the greatest teams. No, 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 teams because like the team isn't the same through all yeah, the right. time. Uh, so yeah, like yeah, organizationally, the greatest franchises in the Patriots, and then two years later, this guy's not even the coach. Oh, that's amazing! Complete dumpster fire too. Like it's not even like not like the guy's not a coach. They have a complete both quarterbacks aren't even there. Like it's a complete. You had two quarterbacks when you the Super Bowl. Get you to one had an MVP caliber season. The other one had to actually win the playoff games. Neither of them are on your team. It's amazing. In fact, they both coach for other guys who went to other teams on your staff. That's it's crazy. It's crazy. This is this is the best dysfunction I could hope for. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I know Washington some, still doesn't have a name. <laughs> God, if we could only well, get our shit together. Saquon Barkley's coming back from injury. Washington doesn't have a name, and the Eagles are in utter disarray. Cowboys fans, even though. Even though we're a dumpster it, fire as a franchise at times, still have their own still, issues. If we, if you're <laughs> betting to win the division, still the minus one twenty something favorite. Nuts. Cowboys fans are making promotions without their their quarterback, quote unquote, as they say, in them. But you know, it was an oversight. Yeah, the hell of an oversight. Yeah, I that's a hell of an oversight, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Well, Patriots made made a lot of videos in the last twenty years about Tom messages. Brady. And them. 
subtle messages. That's all I'll say. They made a lot of videos over the last 20 years without Tom Brady in them. That's all I'll say. A lot of those coming out. Except for there was none. None. They will be found, actually. I don't even know why we're dissecting a hype video literally <laughs> right after the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. It was, you, the, want, the, you want to throw a little... No, 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 no. It's fine. I, it's, I'm, not, I'm not defending this, but like... What are we doing? We we can't just like we can't just be like season's over. Let's replenish, lick the wounds, reset for a second. They're like right into a hype video. What are we hyping? <laughs> what are we hyping? I don't know. That understand. was hyping. They didn't go to the NFC title game. They didn't make the playoffs. They didn't win the division last time oh I my checked. God. I just, just want to be like the quarterback who was the guy who was just was like tragically lost. Video. They were like, yeah, you know, you know, I've been hype. waiting for I got this waiting. I got this waiting in the truck for the last three weeks. It's like, yo, let's, they were like, let's, get, to the, let's get to free agency before we hype the video, number one. And number two, are we going to have fans back in the stands? So that, who the fuck are we hyping? They're hyping themselves up. We're already a delusional to, fan base. <laughs> they're hyping themselves up in that in that stadium over there. They, I, I, got a, I got a hell of a response, I'm sure. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is you keep on saying no, I keep on saying yes. The Panthers say they're going all in for Deshaun Watson. You keep on telling me. No, but there was there a report. No there was a re- no, 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 no. I'm not saying that at this point. But oh, the, if it depends okay. on what the thing is. If there's a real report out there where it said they're offering three ones and McCaffrey, uh-huh. that's a different story. Right? You know, you know. The, the better question is, go ahead, bring in McCaffrey. Do that deal. <laughs> do that deal because it, it's bad the enough. Get killed. <laughs> it's, it's bad enough. You you do that you dance. Already do traded dance. for. David Johnson, right. like, just, just take another step yeah, off you the know, cliff. You know, yeah, go ahead. Cut J.J. Watt and then trade uh, Deshaun Watson for Christian McCaffrey. No, the J.J. Watt and, thing, like, everyone wants to make it a big deal. Like, he's an older guy. He's been injured 10 years. Like, they want to pay him $17 million. What, okay, like, here you go. Go win somewhere else. Like, it's not that crazy of an idea. Vets get cut all the time. It's just because it's J.J. Watt and this organization is in Fuego. No, what's crazy of an idea is J.J. Watt actually contemplating going to Cleveland. That's what's a crazy idea. Yeah, I know. Look at that. Cleveland's a destination. But honestly, when it comes to the Deshaun Watson thing, I, I actually, again, I've been saying this, Houston's going to get a deal. Three first-round picks in Christian McCaffrey. How old is Christian McCaffrey? 26, I don't know, but you don't have a line, and then you don't have a quarterback, and then you just have two high-paid running backs. So what does that do for you? My point is, you I need th- more than Christian McCaffrey. I don't want Christian McCaffrey. Hold on, let me, my point is, you get the number eight pick in the draft. Give me four picks. <laughs> get, you know what? Throw another pick on the Bobby. Get, give me, give me four picks and something else. You give get, me a lineman, anything. You get the number eight pick in the draft. Now here's the. I'm just gonna be honest. Here's the real kicker, right? The real kicker in the ass for Houston is that like their their own top ten pick they don't have because that Panthers pick would be. Beautiful. That would be money. Like that Panthers trade, they would give them literally two picks in the top ten, Christian McCaffrey, and two first round picks. I would give them one pick in the top ten. I'm saying they would have had their own pick. Is what I'm saying. If they well, didn't, have. if they did. So, 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 well, that so, in full so if you think chaos. about like that though, okay, and you say, all right, we could have had this. Let's say fuck all of the mistakes we made. Take the top ten pick, take the all pro running back, and take two more first round picks. Why not? That's my thing. Because Deshaun Watson is 25 years old and it, there's not a Deshaun Watson available at eight. Okay, you really don't think? I don't think he's going to play for them, so it doesn't matter. But that, but that, that is the basis of my point. I do not believe Houston uh, Deshaun Watson will ever play for the Houston Texans I think ever he's again. Officially, just ever, uh, yeah, I don't ever. Like, uh, the, like you know, I, I don't. I'm. I mean, again, I, I don't know. 
what it was, but like you think about it, you got a new general manager in Sirianni coming in there. He signed head coach in Cully, and because of the incompetence of the previous regime and the owner who's allowed this to go on, this guy's first move is to either trade away his franchise quarterback or alienate his franchise quarterback. This is a no-win situation. That's, that's what they have to realize, though. That's, that's what they have to realize is that no matter what happens, everybody's going to be pissed off. No like, matter what. The thing is, like, you get you get a guy like, you know, Sirianni and Cully, they come in, they think they're having a, a, a quarterback in Deshaun Watson to work with, and now it's like, no, actually, you're going to have Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, whatever. I'm just – I'm being facetious yeah, in yeah. that, right? But, like – it's not the way you want to start off your job and trying. These guys get fired and hired all the time. Like you finally get a crack at it, and what you gotta you gotta trade away arguably one of the top three young best quarterbacks in the league. All I'm saying is it, it could be a lot worse from them. Yeah, yes, but again, so I'll just give you a quick hypothetical. Which just by by me thinking about it while you were talking, okay? You get the eighth pick in the draft, Chris McCaffrey, two first round picks, okay? You draft Justin Fields, you sign Cam Newton to go to go Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey does nothing for them. So Let's you sell tickets and so, jerseys. So you end up with Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey, Justin Fields as your developmental quarterback. You can do They're something. They're not like that, doing right? that. Dude, listen, don't sell me that my, Cam my, Newton my, thing my again. Point is, less than ten touchdowns. My passes. point is, you can do it. You can have an offense almost ready built with Brandon Cooks on your team still. And I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that that's the way I'd like to build a team. What I am saying is, is in, the, in the current situation they're in, it's almost the best you can expect. It's not the best we can expect because we don't know what teams are really – what other teams are actually offering. And like I said, Christian McCaffrey does nothing for them. It's gotten to the point, though, even Deshaun Watson said about the Jets this week, he was like, they shouldn't trade for me because the team they'd have left over wouldn't be good enough to compete. But that's that's where like it's getting with this. Like He's even right. looking at these so teams it's, and it's not a, it's, commenting these things. You know what I mean? So, again, this is the same thing all the time. You can't be like, trade me, but take less because I want to go play here. So, I don't want to deplete the team I'm going to. That, that's not how it works. You're, you're, that's, that's not how it should work. But his comments do have effect. And he knows what he's doing. He's not saying it for no reason. You know what okay, I mean? So, so, so now if, the, if you don't trade me the Jets, okay, that's another suitor out. It starts lessening the things, and it's like, you have the no trade clause, so or you could just stay here. I mean, right. Well, that's the thing. But he, what he wants out, so he kind of has some some say. He does kind of have some stop say. Limiting your thing. options, they're not going to sell him for a second round pick. They'll let him sit over there and do Obviously. nothing before that happens. Right. I mean, right. Right. I, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I I just feel like the Panthers the Panthers would be a good fit for him. They have all the they have wide receiver and offense. I don't know what the offensive line situation looks like. I don't know if it's much better than Houston's. To be no, honest, they should just trade them to Miami. They should get Miami's pick, their own <laughs> pick back, maybe a couple more picks and some throwing player. Two and a couple Call picks. Two and a couple picks. That's 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 the most reasonable spot that can trade for him without killing every aspect of their team. So you really think it's that simple? Like two a two first round, two a two three a, first round picks, three like, first, like two this year, one next year, two a and call today. But you know what I mean? Like, so they're picked back. Miami's this Yeah, Miami has their own I was pick saying, this year. So, the two yeah, this so, year, two, so two this year. Tua. And then Tua, one next year. 
I might have to throw in like a third or another player or something. Yeah, I, but, I'm saying main. You know, yeah, yeah, something yeah. along those lines. Because then at least you don't depl- – he's going to a team where he gets what he wants. It's not being depleted. They get a guy they can potentially build around. I mean, hell, they'll still have David Johnson for whatever he's left of him. They'll have Tunsil on the left side. There's a starting block. You know, if Cooks is still there, if they re-sign Fuller, obviously the team's going into a rebuild at that point. And the truth is, with the two first-round picks, you can take offensive tackle at Oregon, Penny Sewell, and yep. you can take Devontae Smith. Honestly. Right. Well, uh, whatever whatever receiver is right. available. Right, right, You know what I mean? It doesn't – well, then no, because they're not going to be high enough for that to take it one of those guys. So maybe, you know, take, an, take the receiver. They're not going to take the tackle. They gave well, both, both those picks are in the top ten, no? Miami's? It's not? No. Maybe. They almost you're made right. the playoffs. Why would it hey, be the you're top right, 10? you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I don't know why I kept on thinking that. In the mid-teens, like but like yeah, – yeah. You know, you. They're still playing receivers. Still Parker. They'll still have Parker. They'll still have uh, Goddard. Not Goddard. Gasecki. You know, the team will still have pieces. But if you if you're looking to actually rebuild and get something that's potentially a haulback, I mean, it sucks to say you're having to trade for your own goddamn pick back, but it is what it is. I mean, the terrible Laramie Tunsil trade. You, so. can get, uh, you can get a difference maker for your team at that spot. I guess you're right. Yeah, it, it could be worse. It could be worse, right? Um, let's wrap this up, man. Like I told you, and you already kind of hit the nail on the head, I, I was bugged out. They On ESPN this week, they said that they had a projection for who the starting quarterback for every single team in the NFL will be for next season. And when it got to the Patriots. Is it TBD? No. They said, oh, Marcus, Marcus Mariota. Good luck. And my eyes perked up, and I was like, and the funny thing is, I'm not even joking. Jesse actually had texted me during the week. I was like, what do you think about Marcus Mariota? And I was like, I love Marcus Mariota. Yeah, so put him right, put him on the wall over here next to Boogie Cousins. It, <laughs> next to Boogie Cousins. Potential unfulfilled is what the title should be. Agent on the wall. Zero. Marcus Mariota. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that one. Yeah, bunch of bunch of talent that never reached its peak. Going, hey, don't let Agent Zero here. He'll he'll come and choke you out. But but honestly, do you, he might do bring you, a gun too. You, you never know. You, you saw the you saw the game last year where Marcus Mariota came in for Derek Carr. It was one game. Let, let me finish. Everyone said last year when they signed Mariota, it was to push Derek Carr. Now people forget, but only five years ago, Marcus Mariota was the number two overall pick in the draft. He was the Heisman Trophy winner at Oregon. Do you really think that that's it? He's all done? He's just back a quarterback? Or do you think that he really does have a chance? Especially with this, I want to make the points out. Especially with his style of play. Do you really think that he's done in the NFL? Or could he be the Patriots signing quarterback? Every top year? quarterback gets a second chance because every coach has an ego and everyone thinks and they, that's can, it. they can make it happen. So, And that's exactly it. I mean, honestly, he was the second pick behind Jameis. And Jameis is a backup. Jameis is a backup right now. This season, but you don't think that he's going to be starting for the Saints or for the Steelers? I don't know. Maybe they love Taysom Hill. Who cares? They like the 31-year-old utility player as the franchise quarterback. He missed all season. I'm not getting started on the the Taysom Hill training. But I did find it interesting that Marcus Mariota is being uh, taunted about as one of the uh, potential people as the Patriots side of quarterback. I'm still in the camp that Jimmy G or – Jacoby Brissett's going to be starting Well, yeah. Jimmy G's playing in San Francisco. So he's That's what they say. For... That's what they say for now. Um, and actually, the last thing before we go is the NCAA tournament is actually going to be played, but they're going to let 25% of fans in. Did you hear Good. about this? Hey, 
This is what I know. Last year without it's the tournament. in Indianapolis. Last year without the tournament, it sucked. Okay? Like, there was no uh, draft scouting. There was no late season basketball. It fucked up the whole basketball season. I am all for having. And you said it's all in Indianapolis? I believe so. One site, one deem, one dream. You got to love it. Got to love it. Anything good people should be checking out this week in sports? I know it's getting some pickings. The The Winter Classic, the, the second part of the Winter Classic is coming on later on tonight. I know that. Uh, I don't know anymore. I can't find these things half the time. It has been a pain in the butt, to be honest with you. But you said there's seven NBA games on later today, right? Well, they're they're on. That is true. <laughs> Whether they get postponed or not is a different story. What do we got? Want to run them off real quick? Um, I know the Celtics playing the Pelicans on ABC. Ooh. And I, and I know the Nets – are playing the Clippers, I don't know what time and I don't know where, but I just know that they're playing because even though for like two straight days they've said Kevin Durant is not going to play, they're still using him for the promotion. It's incredible. Hey, you got to promote your stars, baby. You got to promote James Harden is still on the goddamn team. Like you said, Kevin Durant was probably, the, I think he was the leading vote-getter in the East Conference. So, I mean, healthy Durant is still the biggest star they got, man. Well, that'll do it for us for another week of the Loud Sports Show. For Anthony, I'm Justin. We will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Stay safe. And uh, go Celtics. Go Celtics, baby. That's what I'm saying. Go Celtics.